I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Welcome back to the 10X is easier than 2X YouTube series. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and author of this book with Dan Sullivan. This is the third book in our series. And in this video, I'm going to share my screen and walk you through a model of transformational leadership. I was able to do my PhD on transformational leadership theory. And I'm also going to share with you a powerful framework, which we share in this book, which is Dan Sullivan's self-managing team model. These are the three core pillars of a 10X psychology. And the third one is leadership. And leadership fundamentally comes down to trust and transformation. First, you got to trust yourself. And in order to trust yourself, you got to tell yourself the truth. All progress starts by telling the truth. Most people are not honest with themselves about what they most want. And that leader often stays in the 80%, meaning they stay the bottleneck of the business, they're all sorts of busy, or they're just caught up in distractions and they don't trust themselves enough to say what they most want, and then they don't free themselves up to go into the 20% using the 10x is easier than 2x model of the 80-20, that in order to go 10x, you got to put all your time, attention, and energy into the 20%, delegate the 80%, or eliminate it. So let me go ahead and just give you this quick model. And if you're an entrepreneur, I invite you to consider where you're at on this model. So when you first start out as an entrepreneur or as a business, you, by all intents and purposes, are the business. You're the one doing everything. You're doing the marketing, the sales, answering email, you're creating products. At a certain point, you finally get to the, you finally start, and most entrepreneurs start too late, start actually hiring help. And I think one of the key things that we talk about in Who Not How, but also in chapter six of this book, I, I lay out a full Who Not How FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions. One of the big delays of people is, is that they get a who too late because they don't think they can afford it and they see a who as a cost. When I say a who, we all have that 80% of things that we want to release so that we don't have to deal with that decision fatigue and also we don't want to weigh down our cognitive load. In other words, you want to let go of that 80% so that your attention, which is your number one bottleneck, can go deep into your 20%. Because if you're going deep in your 20%, then you're getting 10x better and your vision is getting 10x bigger and that's where you're going to create lots of opportunity. But for most entrepreneurs, they hire the who too late. They've got bad energy about the who because they view it as a cost. They view the person who's working for them as a cost, not an investment in themselves. Whenever you get a who, meaning, you know, first who would be like a, an assistant or someone to do your social media or someone to answer your emails, whatever it is. But like when you get them, that's an investment in them, sure. But that's an investment in you because now you've just freed your attention from all that complexity, those hundreds of tasks, that 80%. And now you, you can put your attention deeper into the 20% and go deep. One other super important thing here is is just how important it is to hire an assistant. If you don't have an assistant, I challenge you to get one. A lot of people think that they need to wait until they have enough money to first hire that assistant. My point here is, is that you can't afford not to. You got to grab that assistant first because they're going to offload your 80% so that you can put your time and attention deep into the 20%. And according to the 80-20 rule, 80% of your results comes from that 20%. And so if you freed your mind from a lot of that 80%, and you let that assistant or that CEO or integrator, however you want to describe it, I like it just as an assistant, you let them organize you. You let them take care of the logistics. It's kind of like that idea that Frank Sinatra doesn't lift his own pianos. He just gets on stage and he performs. 
there are other people who lift the pianos for him. So once you free up that 80%, you don't even realize how much flow you can have. You don't even realize what it means to go deep in the 20% because when you're going deep in the 20% and you've freed a lot of that 80%, then your mind's not all scattered. You've literally freed yourself from that. And there really are two core freedoms. There's freedom from, which means you're freeing yourself from something you don't want anymore or something that's holding you back so that you can free yourself to go deep on what you most want. Most concepts on freedom only focus on freedom from. Freedom from slavery, freedom from X. There's a lot of conversations about freedom from, and, and that's freedom from is an avoidance orientation. Freedom from is about escaping something you don't want, which is important. We all got to have freedom from, but the core point here is freedom too. A lot of people have huge amounts of potential freedoms. They've got external freedoms. They've got a lot of freedom from, but freedom too is a choice. Freedom too takes commitment and courage. Freedom too takes trust and honesty with yourself. The key is, is to get yourself out of the business. And this is where I would say most entrepreneurs, even successful entrepreneurs, never get to this level where they've literally freed themselves from the business. They're no longer the bottleneck in the business. And in the book, we share many examples, even of big companies where entrepreneurs are so involved in the day-to-day -day process of the business, and they're often involved at every touch point, they stop their team from progressing. They stop their team from growing, evolving, and improving. But most importantly, they stop themselves from freeing themselves up and going deep in their 20%, transforming, evolving, innovating, collaborating. You got to get yourself out of the business. And what happens is, is that you're no longer in the business. You're no longer dealing with those things. That doesn't mean you're not a part of the business. You're still the leadership. You're still the strategy. You're still innovating. But back to the idea of trust and transformation, which is what transformational leadership is all about. You got to trust yourself to get out of the business and also hire people you can trust, whether it's that integrator, that CEO. And this is where you create what Dan would call a self-managing team. Why is this important? It's important because... There's a theory in psychology called self-determination theory. And what self-determination theory shows is that in order for people to feel motivated, they've got to have a lot of competency and a lot of autonomy. They've got to be given a sense of autonomy and trust that they can do their job without needing to be governed, without being micromanaged. If people don't have autonomy, they won't feel motivated. If they don't have autonomy in doing things in a lot of ways their way, that doesn't mean they don't follow processes, but they have the freedom to do it. That's why you let the who do the how. You don't over micromanage the who. As the leader, you clarify the what and the why. You, get, you help get really specific on the vision and then you let them do the how. And what happens is, is that you actually show them that you trust them. You've got to give trust first, as Stephen M. R. Covey would say. And trust and transformation, trust and love all go together. And so when you give trust and you give autonomy and you let them figure it out and you even let them go through their own struggles and challenges, eventually they come to trust themselves and they also come to trust you. And when they come to trust you, they'll get super committed. Like trust, and this was actually part of my dissertation, transformational leaders, they give trust and by giving trust and autonomy, their followers start to trust them and that trust is what ultimately leads to commitment. When you really trust someone, you'll commit. And when you commit, that means that you're going to build your identity. You're going to make it a part of your identity. And you want people to reach that place of emotional commitment because then they'll go above and beyond. And this is where they'll grow and stretch in ways they never could, never would, never even would try if you were still in the business, micromanaging the business. So you got to trust yourself get yourself out of there. That doesn't mean you don't collaborate, talk with the leaders, but you let someone else lead and you let that business be self-managing and you let those people transform. You let those people evolve. You let those people grow. You let those people trust, get committed and evolve. Uh, in my dissertation, it was actually called perceived role breadth, 
which basically just meant that people's roles expand once they get committed and they're willing to do whatever it takes. They don't just do their job. They do what it takes because they want to, because they love to. And I can say I've applied these principles at different levels. And I'll just say with my own assistant, I've watched this where she, Chelsea, gets even more committed to a certain project or or outcome than I am. And I trust her to do it because I know that she's committed to it. And I know that it's just as important to her as it is to me, if not even more. And so she's going to stretch herself, expand herself and find the way. When the why is strong enough, you'll find the how. That's pathways thinking in psychology. And hope theory is built around the idea of first you have a committed goal. Then through that goal, you believe you've got agency and choice and you then find the way. When the why is strong enough, you will find the way. They call that pathways thinking. You won't see your team grow and transform at this level if you're always in the business, acting as the bottleneck, involved at every touch point, not trusting people, not trusting yourself. And thus, you're in the 80% and you're not going deep in your 20%. Therefore, you're not innovating and you're not going 10x and your team's not going 10x. So if you free yourself up, you transform yourself 10x, you go deep in your 20% and you're evolving, growing, innovating, and you're giving increasing trust to your team and you're collaborating with your team, they're going to grow with you. So that is a powerful model of building a self-managing team. We talk about it in 10x is easier than 2x. I strongly suggest you grab this book, buy it, read it. This book will change your vision, your strategy, and your leadership. It'll also change your identity and where your focus, your attention, so that you're going deeper and deeper into the 20% where you can actually create exponential results. Hope you enjoyed this. Have an amazing day and I'll see you in the next episode.